0: you're listening to the b-school podcast i'm your host taylor elise morrison embodiment coach and founder of inner workout consider b-school your invitation to becoming a student of yourself so come on let's get studying hey there welcome to another episode today i'm really excited to dive into the topic of goal setting. Goal setting is something that I have a love-hate relationship with. I think goals are necessary. I think goals are valuable, but I also think that we can often set goals in a way that ultimately is not serving our vision, not serving where we want to go. So with that said, I want to dive in and Let's talk about this whole idea of goal setting in January. The first thing that I want you to know is that's totally arbitrary. You can choose to set a goal any day of the year, any time of day, but January just seems culturally to seem like a time where we feel comfortable making fresh starts. So, we'll play and we'll set some goals and talk about setting goals today, but fully expect to hear me talk about goals all year. It's not just a thing in January. It's something that should be a constant conversation that you're having with yourself and with the people who care about you and are supporting you as you reach your next level. So I'm sure that those of you who have goals or who are thinking about setting goals, you actually want to meet them. You're not just putting them on paper to do it. You're not going through a process just because everyone else is, at least I hope you're not. I hope you're setting these because you actually want to meet them, which means that you have to learn to set goals in a way that works for you. So today's episode is not actually about you setting goals just to set them. It's actually more about figuring out what type of goal setting process works for you. And that's actually probably gonna be more valuable. So I'm going to walk you through a few questions for you to consider as you're setting up your goals. The first question is looking at any goal that you've set and saying, why do I want this? Why do I want this? And you might, as you dig into that question, realize, I want this for me. I want this because I have always wanted this, but I haven't prioritized it. Maybe you're saying, I want to run or I want to do a triathlon. And you answer that question, you say, this is something I've always wanted to do, but I've said I don't have the time to train. I've said I'm too busy. I've said I'm too tired. And no, this is something for me that I want to do. Or you might say, well, I want to do this. I want to get a promotion because all of my friends have a promotion and we're around the same age and they all have better titles than me. And so that's really why I want a promotion. Probably not the best reason, also, probably not motivating to you over time. If you're just doing something because your parents would be proud of you or because you want to keep up with all your friends, when the going gets rough, when it's July and you've been going at it and you're not making the progress that you've wanted to, you're probably not going to feel that much motivation to keep going. So, that's something to think about. Why do I want This goal? Why do I want to achieve this goal? And if the answer is anything other than for me, it's going to be hard for you to achieve it. And so there are ways that you could tie things back. Maybe you do want to do something, and it is partly because your parents would be proud, or it is partly to do with something related to your partner or relationship. See how you can tie that back to a shared goal that you have. So it's not just you. Maybe you say that you want your side hustle to make $10,000 this year, and you want it to make $10,000 because you can put that money towards a down payment and you and your partner can buy a condo. That does include someone else, but see how it's tied back to a shared goal that you have. If something is exclusively for someone else, it's going to be hard for you to get the motivation But if it's something that's a shared goal that you're both excited about, you can still find that motivation. So it doesn't mean that your goals only have to be you, you, you. It either needs to be that intrinsic motivation or it needs to be a shared goal. But if it's purely for other people, you're probably going to struggle when it gets hard. The next question that I invite you to consider is... What factors were at play when I hit goals in the past? So now I want you to look back at some of the goals that you had, maybe over for the past five years or so, and you think about the factors that helped you achieve your goals. So maybe you really killed it at work, and this project did phenomenally. It did help you get a promotion. And the way that you hit that goal is you created a really intense project plan. And you broke down, okay, I need to be here in two weeks, and then in two weeks you would check in and see if you needed to adjust. And you just kept at it with that project plan, and that's what helped you meet the goal. Maybe it's because you had external deadlines. Maybe you did really well because you were applying for a grant, and you knew that you had to meet certain deadlines in order to be eligible for the funding. And those external deadlines really helped you. It could be that you had a lot of accountability. Maybe you decided to train for the marathon or for the triathlon and you joined a group and you would do your long runs on Saturdays or Sundays. And knowing that everyone was doing that with you really helped. Or maybe you decided, you know what, this is actually going to be the year that I explore sober curiosity. So. I'm not going to drink for three months. And you did it with a group of your friends who could help you through those highs and lows and navigating different social situations without alcohol. And maybe it's just that you checked in with yourself often. And when it got hard or when you felt like actually you set the wrong goal, you were able to have that conversation and see, okay, is this still what I want? It is? Okay, we're going to keep going. Or maybe it is, but I need to make this slight adjustment. And you kept checking in, you kept in conversation with yourself, and that was what helped you keep going. And there are so many other things that could have helped you achieve your goal. But if you can go back and I'd say, look at no less than three goals to see what factors were at play, what were the things, the systems, the supports that you had in place to achieve them, and start to see what were the through lines. And then you can proactively start to incorporate those in 2020. Isn't that cool? Reflection can do like reflection can help you skip so many steps. And then the last thing that I really want to invite you to consider is, is now the right time? And ask this for each of your goals. There are so many things that I want to do. I could do Probably an hour long podcast where I just tell you all the things that I would hope to do at some point in my life. And you know how many of them I'm doing right now? A small fraction of them. It's because you can do anything. And this is one of the quotes that I love you can do anything, but not everything. And so if you try to do everything, if you try to achieve all of your goals in 2020, you'll probably end up making minimal progress on each of them. So you really have to look through and be honest and say, is now the right time? Is now the right time? And what qualifies as right will look a little bit different for all of us. Maybe if you're in the middle of planning a wedding, it might not be the right time for you to move across the country and achieve your goal of working at a PR firm. In another state. It probably isn't. Maybe if you know that you're getting married in the summer, it's not the right time for you to be applying for summer programs. So be honest with yourself about whether or not it's the right time. And it doesn't mean that it's a never, it just means that it's a not right now. And it's freeing up the space for you to put all of your time, effort, and energy on the goals that are aligned to this time right now. So those are some questions that I want you to consider as you are setting your goals in this season. I want you to ask yourself why you're setting these goals. Is it for you? Is it for a shared goal? Or is it just for other people and because you feel like you should? Should is a word that's like a red flag. If you see should a lot, then you probably need to have some deeper conversations with yourself. And then what factors were at play when I hit goals in the past? What are the things that worked really well that you can incorporate and add rocket fuel on you achieving your goals this year? And then is now the right time. And this you'll notice, this is like the SparkNotes version for any episode of my show is listen and observe and gather data about yourself. Be a student of yourself, and then start to apply those insights. Start to apply what you've learned and you will be so surprised where it will take you. So my hope is that as you are setting goals for 2020, that you're having these conversations with yourself, but that they don't end in January. Remember, you can set goals at any time and you can also reset goals. You may start something right now and it is the right time and then some other opportunity comes up that is really aligned and you may choose to pause on a goal. You are allowed to do that. You just need to be clear on your why, the why behind why you're making decisions. So that was a lot of food for thought. I'm going to leave you to process that. Before I sign off, I just want to remind you that for the first week and a half of January, I'm offering an audio version of a Best Next Step session for $25. So it's an audio that you get. It'll walk you through the Best Next Step strategy sheet. And that's a tool and a resource that you can have to break down your big goals into small, bite-sized, and actionable steps. So if that's something that you're interested in, you can head over to taylorelise.com slash step Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to Andres Rodriguez for the intro and outro music. You can keep in touch with me on Instagram at taylorelisemorrison, Elise is E-L-Y-S-E, And check out the resources on my website at taylorelise.com.